Okay. There we go. We are recording. Okay. All right, guys. So welcome to podcast one of the London Day Game podcast. It's the podcast made by London Day Gamers about London Day Game. And today we're going to have a very special guest. We're going to try and get a very special guest on every week. But today is a very special guest. He's Kaiser. He's Kaiser Day Game. You might have seen him on Twitter by, uh, what's your handle? Kaiser Day Game. Kaiser Day Game. <laughs> <laughs> I found him on Twitter by his on handle. On Twitter or Oxford Street. Or, or on Oxford, Oxford Street. Street. Yeah, if you see this uh, sort of hench-looking German guy getting blown out on Oxford Street. <laughs> That's me. That's him. That's him. You go talk to him because he uh, knows his stuff. I'm a black belt in blowouts. Yeah, man. So, what I want to try and do with this podcast, you know, is try and talk to different day gamers, you know, find out about their stories, see what they've been up to, and... Put the backup recording on as well. <laughs> there we go. It's just started. Yeah, so try and talk to different day gamers and like where they're from, what they're good at, what they want to change, what their aims are. So let's get started with Kaiser. So um, how did you how did you find out about about game about the Red Pill? I found out about day game maybe five years ago or so. Yeah, I think via YouTube. I think the first YouTuber I actually saw was James Tusk, and then there was another guy, <clears throat> like a German guy. But he's a only, guy. yeah, he's, I think he's only, I think it's Marco Polo or something. Marco Polo? Yeah, because he lived in the same city as I, ah. I guess, and then YouTube, you know, it is sometimes you go deep down the rabbit hole and then... And then you see what's happening. You end there. up on day game. You end up doing, <laughs> then you end up getting blown out on, on Oxford Street. <laughs> you know, sometimes you look back and you just start to think, oh, fucking hell, what happened to me? I used to be such a normal guy, and now I'm just, all my friends are day gamers. I only think about day game. In my spare time, I just do day game. It's maybe close. not. It's maybe not that extreme, but yeah. it's not that extreme. No. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. So, so what kind of style did did that Marco Polo guy have? You know, compared to say the sort of stuff you do now. I think he did more like in indirect opener. I, I just remember like his one famous opener. He always went over to the girls and they, he asked them like where he can be- find the best schnitzel in town, <laughs> and then they said something, and then he just went to. Ah, I actually just want to talk to you. Just want uh, to talk to you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you do that now yourself? Yes, I always ask for schnitzel and kebabs. Yeah, schnitzel. That's my, that's my secret. Have you ever tried going up to a girl and saying, "Would you like to try my German schnitzel?" <laughs> not yet. Maybe I should. Okay, so it might work. But we know it's not the best opener of all time, though. Yeah, I the mean, best opener of all time is. I look French. Oh fuck no! Okay, so we know that's the second best opener of all time. <laughs> The first best opener of all time is Daddy's Home. Daddy's Home. Daddy's Home. Yeah. So Kaiser and I took a... Uh, we were in Kiev last year in 2021. It's sort of like autumn time. Uh, and, you know, like, as you do when you go on a trip, get a bit get a bit pissed. Yeah, start hit, hitting up the local girls in the night time. <laughs> do night game. Do, like, quote... Yeah, big, big, big air quotes here. You know, this is a great, great for podcasting. Massive air quotes. And yeah, going up to girls saying, Daddy's home. They loved it, I think. Yeah, they were, pro- it, they were proper slacks. They were proper, proper slacks, yes. yeah. Roy Walker would put it. They are all slacks. But they oh, were they proper slacks. They were proper slacks. Yeah. These were the girls who we, we opened and they said they were twins, but they had different dads. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, I just start to think, mm, see that someone's been skipping brain day here. <laughs> oh. I don't think these girls knew what twins were. No. no, no, but they were inside. They sort of went off into the club, didn't they? 
Yeah. Um, again, right? Yeah, yeah. It was sort of uh, doing a bit of attention whoring yeah. with uh, I think like two or three, two or three maybe middle aged looking guys. Yeah. Do you think? That was a bit big. Whenever, I was a bit pissed. We were quite time. pissed by then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh man, the one thing I remember in, in Kiev, it was the first time I'd ever seen girls doing their proper Instagram, take a hundred pictures. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, walk yeah. towards the camera, and it's just like wow, you know, seeing that firsthand. I, I don't think you see it in London so much, like, do you? Mm, I don't think so. No, Kiev was different. Also, when you were on dates, like they were taking pictures all the time. And yeah at least this 19 year old 20 year old the one for me uh-huh yeah yeah let's tell the story there uh, let's hear that well sorry yeah yeah let's hear about it yeah i mean i opened this 19 year old i think actually you told me i to open it or something i think i let i let you have it yeah and then <laughs> a generous guy you know yeah yeah <laughs> then yeah open to her then i think we went for uh, to have dinner Mm, then we yeah. went for a drinks and I started texting with her and then it felt like ah maybe I could get her out the same night mm-hmm. I think actually you told me also what to text to be fair um, yeah I got her out the same night we tried to go to some bars but it was already 11 everything was closed or something Yeah. so I just got a bottle of wine straight to mine yeah and then yeah it went actually went quite smooth to be honest especially for Kiev yeah mm. I think it didn't even take like 40 minutes 45 minutes fantastic yeah that's just so important. I think that uh, like people, people see more as they get more advanced. Is is the opportunities when they when they come up, and sometimes you just go have to go out on a limb and invite her out straight away, yeah. or or go for the same day or same day delay. Whereas before you would have thought like, oh, let's keep it safe, and take a number, take her on a date, because it does feel nice. I think it's like, um, you know, you you get to go home recoup. It's like it's like your army goes back in its little base and recharges, and then you come back out for the the pitch battle for the next set piece of like the first date. Um, but you know you're gonna leave a lot of money on the table if you're uh, if you're just gonna let them go. But obviously in this case it worked out. Yeah, it yeah. was a smooth sailing. I would say it's one of one of the more easier easier ones. Well, well, actually no, I think there was one thing you told me about the about the lay itself that I want to go into, which was that you said that. When you got back to yours, to your Airbnb, the you started escalating on her, but she's she was like, no, no, no. Ah, yeah, I remember. So we were sitting like I had a, a a living room and then obviously separate bedroom. I remember we were sitting we were sitting in the living room, we were drinking wine, and for me it was a clear thing. I mean, she came straight back to mine, so I know okay, it's for sure gonna be ending sex. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't even question it. It's like we were talking and stuff, and she was talking a lot. And then, I mean, she was always having her glass of wine was sitting between us, like on the sofa. Mm. At some point, I just put it down on the f- like on the floor and then tried to kiss her right away. And she like went backwards and didn't want to kiss me. And I was like, what the what fuck? The fuck? I mean, what did you have? What did you <laughs> like? Why are you here? Mm-hmm. And then, but then maybe it took like five minutes. And then like she started actually, I think actually, I know I did kiss her, but it, she gave me basically like clear signals. Okay. It's yeah. fine now, and from then on, it was quite easy. But yeah, it was it was a bit weird that the first time she like went like got away, and then and then obviously afterwards, told me, oh, she's never done this before. And yeah, uh, yeah. Of course, yeah, of course, <laughs> <laughs> the, the usual stuff. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, this is my <laughs> first time. <laughs> yeah, I th- I, th- I thought that in in Kiev it was the very not the first time, but they take the plausible deniability stuff. Let's say, let's call it they take it super seriously. You know, even if no one's there, like, you know, for you in your uh, back in your apartment, 
there's no one there for her to think like I'm gonna look like a slut in front of and I totally agree with you you just think to yourself she knows she comes out for sex but she's just got this programming where she has to do this thing once uh it was like when uh the late one of the ladies I got on that trip where uh, the girl and I were like in this bar where there was like no one there no one at all mm-hmm. and I think I said something to her like let's go have one last drink back of mine and she said what and so I thought oh she can't hear me I'll just say it again she's <laughs> like what and then she says um, I think she just said something like you know I'll let, I'll let you lead you know or uh, she was pretty much just pretending not to hear me uh, just so that she could tell herself i think that i got tricked into this. they got tricked into it yeah yeah i it's really weird it's it's a bit like i think there's a bit of a difference where if you're doing game in london and maybe this is true for new yorker other other western cities is girls are you know they they don't want to no girl wants to like feel that she's being gamed so i feel like maybe a little bit of extra honesty actually is better in in london because I could easily imagine um, where I say to the girl, let's go for a walk. And then we go back to my place and it's the bounce back. And in, say, Kiev, that would have been the perfect thing to do because then she gets to go along with that it, and she can be like, oh, great, he's tricking me, in quotes, tricking me in a good way. Whereas I feel like in London, a little bit of honesty is better where you tell her where you're going to go and then she doesn't feel like she's gaming you. Yeah. yeah. So actually this kind of came up on... Um, uh, a couple of Skype calls I've had this week, coaching calls. It was sort of about guys who who didn't really want to drink on dates, and I was saying to them like, okay, you don't have to, you don't have to drink a lot. You know, really, you could just have one drink. You can have a coffee, then a then a drink in the second venue. But if you can take her to the seat, then go to the bar, then you can get yourself like a, a coke, you know, with like a lemon slice of lemon in it or tonic water or something to make it look like you've got an alcoholic drink. But if the girl and, and you are seated there uh, and the waiter or the waitress comes and takes the order, then you should definitely order something alcoholic just so that she doesn't feel that you're trying to manipulate her somehow or that you're trying to get her drunk to like, take advantage of her. I think you can do it without alcohol. It might mm-hmm. be a bit weird like for a couple of seconds, but if you just hold frame, I think it's okay. I don't, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I've never done it. Also like to have drinks sometimes. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just part of the part of like the courtship ritual, right? Yeah. The girl kind of expects to have a drink as part of a, yeah. a seduction. Maybe you could even say, oh, some girls might not drink, but they might be like, food has to be part of the seduction somehow. You know, I remember reading in like Krause's mastery. I think when he talks about milestones, mm-hmm. like some girls will just have these particular things, or like Mystery had the seven hour rule. Like some girls are just like, they just need to tick off these certain boxes and then you can do it. So yeah, let's go back to you. Um, some are just oh. slacks and they get to it right away. Some are just slacks. <laughs> okay, let's talk about this. Let's talk about this important mindset for day game. Uh, and it's called, they're all slags. <laughs> so, so Kaiser, tell me what they're all slags means to you. <laughs> Is it's it just, so- I think, I mean, obviously we, most of the time you just say it as a joke, but I think mm. the one thing you can maybe get off is that you should treat them all the same. Because I, yeah. I, I notice for myself, like if I have a girl, like she's really hot, mm-hmm. I try, I treat them differently mm-hmm. because she's really hot and I really, really want to get the lay. Yeah. And if I don't really care about them, then I 
yeah, I treat them in a different way and that's usually when it works out. I mean, it could be because maybe they're not that hot and that's why it works out. But I think mm-hmm. if you treat them like, obviously you could say like, if you put them like on a little pedestal, they can feel that and then I think that makes it a bit harder. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's possible that, that like there are these little imperceptible things. You can't, as in that you can't notice you're doing. But just yeah. when you start saying, oh, she's case selected, it's not going to work out or she's from this particular country, it's not going to happen quickly. Yes, it's also with other stuff. huh? Like when you feel like, oh, I can do this, then you usually are able to do it. I always like to have this like um, when I go to the gym, I did like a training routine, mm-hmm. a certain one. And this was all the reps I did were like based on certain percentages. And I felt like I, before I started the workout, I looked at the numbers and said, oh, man, it's going to be quite heavy. Don't know if I can do that. Mm-hmm. But then I thought to myself, okay, the program is set up in a way that I will be able to do it. So I will do it. And I never hit, hit uh, missed any. Never missed it. Yeah, I never I missed any setups. So or maybe it's the same mm-hmm. then with girls. It's like, if you really think it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Exactly. It's yeah. like when the girl comes up to uh, comes up to yours the first day, you think, okay, she's here to have sex. Oh, absolutely. Then usually it ends like that. Yeah, yeah. If if you go on the first date and think, oh, oh, nothing's gonna happen today, then usually nothing happens. Mm-hmm. Like, is there is there something that you can say about guys and their mindsets and like having this conviction? You know oh, what they can say. I think it's for me. It's sometimes tough to like put myself in other shoes. So I don't know. I gotcha. Don't know. Yeah. I mean, I would say that like if we're just talking about the day game itself, you're on the street. Uh, I think to myself, right. You should move towards the girl as you would uh, for one that gave you an IOI, the same as you would for any girl. So for those girls mm, who you yeah. just look at like, this set's going to go well, and you know it from the start, you normally go straight after them. Like, I, I, I normally say, oh, you should move towards the girl like the Terminator. Just like, you've got your target, you're going in there. And I also, I also tell guys, like, when you're going in for your set, you got to imagine your you're crossing the road at the red light. So you know when you're not supposed to cross the road, you've just got to commit to crossing the road. And then and then for me, as I'm going into the I'm just like, commit, or even when I cross the road, I'm like, commit, you just got to cross the road and go for it. And the same thing you could do with uh, with dates. Uh, for a while last year, I was doing this, this visualization technique where I would write about the date as if it already happened. So rather than saying something like, I'm going to go on this date and I'm going to feel confident, you just put it in the past tense uh, as if you know you've already had a great date that you've moved towards delay uh, so you know if you've got a problem with that mindset of of conviction that's something you can do right for me it's like uh, <clears throat> i don't know i always feel as soon as i have an alternate date then i'm quite confident because mm-hmm. i feel like i'm good on dates i don't know why but I, I think i've always maybe been a natural or something i always felt like i'm good on dates also when i have a girl out on a date and I like her, I usually also get delay. Maybe not on mm. the first date, but then maybe on the second or the third, if I don't lose interest like in the in between. I think for me, it's the big mm. thing is oft- oftentimes the texting, that I fuck it up via the texting. Yeah. Because I'm a bit too impatient or something. Mm-hmm. Or I don't see signals. Don't see signals? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm German. I guess the Germans, you can say we are not the most playful. So maybe <laughs> sometimes, sometimes a bit too logical. Absolutely. What, what do you mm. think is the... You know, like, but I am quite funny though. He's quite funny. funny. You maybe maybe you can't tell, but yeah. <laughs> he's quite funny. <laughs> but I can attest to this. Fair enough. Yeah. So, is there when you're saying about impatience? I mean, I have this myself as well. Uh, but normally for me, 
it's something that would happen on a date, I'd be sitting there and thinking, okay, so I've kissed her, but I don't think she's ready to bounce home. And then this little voice comes in my head and it says, I'll go on, just try it, see what happens. And you know, you start to think into the future and you're like, oh, I'm going to put that extra lay in my spreadsheet. <laughs> then I'm going to, and then my ratio is going to get better. And I'm going to send the plus one to Kaiser. <laughs> and it's going to feel so good. So when it comes to texting, like, are there any things that you sort of, you feel that you're doing where you just afterwards you're like, ah, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah, sometimes I just text too much, I feel. Sometimes, oh. for me, it's like, guess it should be rule like less is more. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because sometimes I want to be extra funny and then you text and then you feel like... <laughs> and then sometimes also I fuck it up because my English is not that perfect and I fuck up some English stuff and then I want to send a correction and then... Uh, oh, no. And then it's like five messages down exactly. the line and you... I mean, it's not that bad, but... No, no. You know no. what it is? Like, sometimes you just feel like you read the message afterwards and you think like, okay, that was a bit stupid now. Oh, okay. okay. It was like, why did you text it? Or what do, we, what do I expect her actually to say on the, like to it? This is this is where the delete function comes yeah. in. <laughs> but then also, I feel like it looks a bit stupid if you always delete your messages. Yeah, yeah. Because I feel like it looks a bit, in my opinion, looks a bit weak. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it can it can work in the other way. I think it's it can be That's, a little she bit. She also ob- wants to know, oh, what did he text? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I, I think it can be a little bit obnoxious as well. Yeah, if yeah. you use it in a in a in a good way, I guess. So. Yeah. Although I probably wouldn't say to guys, all right, purposely send bad messages so you can yeah. delete them. <laughs> Um, but you never know, you might get that accidental yeah. alpha thing going. Yeah. Like, for example, uh, you know, I saw, I've got, you know, I've had messages from a girl before and it's like deleted and you, and you think to yourself, oh, what did that have? What did yeah. she say? Uh, but I mean, if you do it once, it's fine. But if you do it like all the time or you delete two or three messages in a row, that mm-hmm. looks a bit stupid. Yeah, if you delete odd. like one message, that's fine. But mm. for me, it's always like I write out this. So like when I do... When I send messages like to anyone, really, um, you know, like some people will send, they'll almost put one line per sentence, uh, one sentence per line. Uh, me, I'm more like, I'll think out the whole thing, write it down, then send it. And I don't know, it's probably 20% of the time I'll send it and I'll look at it and I'll be like, oh, I put your rather than you are, like you apostrophe Ari. I'm like, oh, fuck. Do I delete the whole thing now? Yeah. <laughs> I recopy it and everything. Yeah, so one thing I've always liked about your sort of date game is that you can normally sort of like feel whether or not the girl is ready to be taken home on on the on the first date. Yeah. yeah. So is there anything you you look out for and what you try and calibrate off of or, or any kind of feeling that you get when it typically happens? I think it already starts, it's like a process, obviously it starts with the set, I guess. Uh, if mm-hmm. you feel inset, okay, there's attraction from her side also, maybe you got a strong AI or she like, gives you good sickness during the, the set, mm-hmm. then you go with a different like mentality into the date, I would say, because you know mm-hmm. already, okay, she's, she likes me. Like if you got a strong AI, you know, okay, obviously she likes my looks now, mm-hmm. now I should just not fuck it up on the date. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's then different. But if I, sometimes you go into the, like get the set, you get the number and you think, ah, okay, she's flaking. Then she can text you, she even get her out. And then we, I always feel like once I have her out, mm-hmm. I always think like, okay, she seems to be attracted to me. Otherwise yeah. she would not come out. And then it like, I guess also gives like a little boost to the confidence. Mm-hmm. And then once I'm on the day, it's usually, I mean, you in the beginning, you just look out for stuff like, does she touch her hair? Mm-hmm. Like, does she sometimes, like, fall over her words 
that you can see like oh maybe she's a bit nervous yeah if you see this that's usually good then i try to touch her like always slightly do the thing like and you sit next to each other you put her legs uh, her leg against hers and you just feel like oh does she pull away her leg yeah. does she keep it there then sometimes i do i try to talk with my hands a lot and then sometimes i say something and i lay my hands mm -hmm. on her leg or on her hands and then i feel like okay what does she do does she pull away her hands does she let my hand sit there mm -hmm. and if it's like queen lights you just go like up the ladder exactly yeah a bit where, and then you start touching her and see how she reacts and then after a while it's like i don't know usually usually i don't just go for the kiss usually i tell her okay i'm gonna kiss you here here or then and then i'm gonna do this and then i'm gonna kiss you so that she already knows and starts thinking about it okay and then you can feel like once you say tell her this does she look at her lips uh, at your lips i feel like if she looks at my lips that's for me like an invite okay i can kiss her now mm. another one is if she gestures towards her lips something like that's, that yeah. also this. like lips her lips like wets wets them wets the lip, yeah, yeah wets or, or puts on vaseline or lip balm or something yeah. if she puts any kind of care or attention towards her lips exactly then it is you know a very good signal yeah so i normally do the same as you so i'll do the the leg lean if we're sitting at a right angle i think it's so. from krauser's book or so or maybe okay, somewhere yeah I'm sure everything's from Krauser's yeah. book. <laughs> it's probably yeah, like it's everything Back to the Dinosaurs is in there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, oh, from Bodhi's book. <laughs> every, oh, controversial. Popcakes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Legly, see how she reacts. And typically uh, what I find is that the first time I do this, she'll pull her leg away only because she thinks that she's maybe intruding on my space. But, you know, when you redo it, you're, you're kind of showing to her like I'm doing this on purpose. And then I do the same thing, like the flicking. So when I talk, I gesture to sort of flick her gently. Uh, and then another thing is seeing when you say to her, oh, sit a bit closer. Yeah. Uh, always for me, my hearing is awful on dates. It magically becomes same really bad. Me, yeah. mm, it's weird, isn't it? <laughs> my yeah. left ear, don't really. You go to my left ear, you need to be a little bit closer. Yeah, it's that war wound. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's a boxing injury. It's a boxing injury. Mm. It could be for me because yeah, yeah, anyway. yeah. That's another thing actually that like Kaiser has like some real, um, you know, like what he's saying here, you know, about the girls he's been with and how he tries to like sense how things are going. Like he definitely has like real solid S and B, you know, like got good. I'd say good good status in terms of like won't say what it is, but good job. Um, you know, got good looks. No homo. Uh, you know, got good, average, I would say. Yeah, Most likely, yeah, good game. You know, he's got a lot of things going for him. Um, so yeah, going going back to the. But I'm also already a bit older, so I'm not like 20, 21 anymore. So it's ah, also yeah. a bit more experience. More experience, like early thirties. So I guess when you get older, you just get a bit more experience. Also, mm. usually if a job, like in line and order, exactly. If like finances are good, and ah, you'll just get you'll earn more. You'll get promoted exactly. naturally as you're older. Exactly. Yeah, so you get that gravitas. And I've also usually and not usually so i've always been quite good like in sports mm -hmm. i did play like ice hockey like on the national team for some time i did f mma fights and stuff so yeah it's, i can always do some like yeah how you would say like dhv stuff dhv like, do you want to tell the listeners about your uh, virginity because <laughs> it's a funny story <laughs> yeah, it was quite funny because i always did uh so before i came to london obviously i have, had only done a day game in germany and also not not a lot so 
And then I started going out with some wings and I did hear them talk like, oh, IOI, or you have to do some DHV and SMV. And I, and I always I had no idea what they are talking about. So always, <laughs> when I got home, I always went on Google and Google like, POA, IOI, <laughs> what, what does, does it mean? mean? <laughs> and then I was just like, oh, piecing it all together. It was actually quite funny. Someone told me, ah, you have to just uh, demonstrate DHV. And I was like, Okay, <laughs> I'm uh, gonna do it. Got you. Got you. Got you. What, what else? What else? Would you do? <laughs> yeah, it was quite funny. The PUA lingo. Mm. To learn the PUA lingo. So what? What was the first? So you were learning from what was this guy? Marco Polo, uh, James Tusk. I mean, I didn't really learn from them. I would say I just went out and started talking to girls. Okay. I so didn't really had like a. They were the impetus to yeah, like get you out. There I didn't then. even had like a, like a red line. I followed. I just. Mm-hmm started talking to them okay it was obviously a bit weird in the beginning also but then i mean i started doing it in germany but then i had a girlfriend not from day game also for two years so i stopped completely mm-hmm. then i moved to london obviously there was lockdowns so there was not a lot going on and yeah then started really getting into day game in summer 2020 I was summer yeah, 2020 yeah. back then also my english wasn't that good so because in the beginning i always had to like think of what I'm gonna say, like I thought in German and then mm-hmm. basically spoke in English, so I was not that like switched on sometimes. Mm-hmm. Did that help in some way though? Because I feel I don't slower. know. So actually, it's quite funny because when I think back, so when I started doing day game in London, I got way more numbers and way less blowouts. Hmm. Way less. I mean, I didn't get more lace, uh, but I got yeah. more numbers and less blowouts. I don't know what's yeah. happened. Maybe also I approached girls that I didn't find that hot. Okay. Because now I feel like I feel like quite strongly. If I if I see a girl and I see her, and there's like nothing that excites me about her. I always imagine myself. Okay, let's assume like future Kaiser's on a date with her. <laughs> <laughs> Would future Kaiser hate like the Kaiser now for that decision? Because I mean, in the beginning in London, I would sometimes was on dates and I was sitting there and I asked myself, what the fuck am I doing here? I mean, yeah. she was okay looking, but she was like nothing to get excited about and mm-hmm. also didn't like her too much didn't I just didn't enjoy myself mm-hmm. and like after a while you had like your couple of lays and then you yeah, just get a bit more selective for me it's always important that I enjoy myself on a date I just mm-hmm. don't I don't just want to be on a date like to get a lay mm-hmm. I want to be on a date to have a good time and then get the lay gotcha I think you're probably coming in here from a I mean obviously you're coming into game from a like, really good place uh, there are probably a lot of guys out there who would just be like, I just got to get the late. And then, or even for someone like myself, where, like, let's be frank, the number of lays is going to feed into my livelihood. And in those cases, I might be like, well, do you know what? I can sit through this date. I can sit through another date just to get the plus one because it means more to me in a different way. Yeah. But the fact that you can go in and you're only going to be, you're only going to be there if you really want to be there. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. This is going to, and you know, it's what we were saying earlier, you know, about the pedestalization, about it being uh, sort of imperceptible. Uh, the girl can probably just sniff the fact that you are just, you know, you're actually going to make a decision based on how much you enjoy yourself. Yeah. Mm. I think it's good also to give the girl, don't let her know, or oh, you want to see her again, or always keep her guessing a bit. Mm-hmm. Like don't, yeah, just like put yourself maybe on the pedestal. Oh, like yeah, that okay. she like also goes after you. I mean, obviously there are some guys that say like, oh, you have to be the guy that walks away from nines or something. I don't know. I mean, it wouldn't be for me. <laughs> if no, I, I have a, if I have a nine, that's so, like, 
to get a number from the nine, how often does it happen a year? Maybe I mean, once a year, how twice often, a year? How often do you even see them? Exactly. Yeah. And then get the number from them and then get them on a date and then maybe on a second date. So obviously if she's like disrespects you, oh yeah, yeah that's yeah. different then. But if she's just maybe like, I don't know, maybe she's busy or whatever. Mm -hmm. Just don't be it. that like super red pill. I feel like sometimes <laughs> I talk to some and I feel like, okay, yeah, you are just a bit like, how do you say, um, like that you do it out of principle? Like uh, too red pill, I guess. Huh? Yeah. I think it, it would, it would almost be like someone is, is too by the book. Yeah. You know, you know, the, the guy, you know, at work, who's always just like, no, we have to do these things this way. Cause you always, obviously you have to like respect yourself, like keep respect for yourself, but then. Mm -hmm just don't be a dick sometimes. Mm. I mean, that's what I find sometimes feel. Also, for me, I think, obviously it's my opinion now, but I never treat like girls badly or something. Whoa, whoa, I always... whoa, 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 what the hell are you talking about? Pedestalizing <laughs> these women. No, I don't. <laughs> They're all slags, don't you remember? They're all slags, but I don't treat them badly, I feel. <laughs> I know what you mean, yeah. I, I don't know too many guys though who are, who are just like outright um mean to girls yeah, that's also true. but they do i know what you mean they they maybe they are gaming too much uh quite often guys might say to me like how do i know when to stop gaming you know they would see it, it you know, they see it almost like it's like you have two behavior sets you have your normal guy behavior set yeah. which you you show like the mask you show to everyone else and then you have the game behavior sets which you show to the girl and obviously Ideally, at the end, you want them to sort of come together a bit. Yeah. But that second one, that gamey side, is only supposed to be there if she's not going along with you. And mostly it's, uh, I think most of the time, it's it's the IODing part of it. You know, if the girl is being, you know, like you said, disrespectful to you, you know, or like just you send her a date request and she says, oh, maybe next week uh, I might be free. And you're like, no, you know, that's not like a very respectful way to talk yeah. to someone else. That's kind of where the gamey side Or when they cancel in. like two hours before the date with some stupid reason or something. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So coming back to like you and your style, mm -hmm. when you're going into your, into, into like your sets, uh, what are you thinking to yourself? Like, what are you going to try and pick out about the girl to comment on? Do you have any kind of structure that you follow loosely? <clears throat> So I think, I think the most important thing is, and I really believe that when I go into set, I always feel like that she should be happy to get to know me. Because okay. I feel, no, I feel like for myself, like if yeah. a girl, like I'm quite happy with myself. I said like, I would say I'm above average looking, but I also like, I would say I'm intelligent, I'm decently funny or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I feel like, I really feel like if a girl, she can be happy to like meet me. Yeah. You have to have that. I think that's a good mindset already that mm -hmm. like, yeah. I and think then this takes a let me just say that I think this takes a long time for guys yeah, to get to I think so I, too, yeah. I, I would say for, for myself I probably wasn't like a chode for a very long time that went away pretty quickly but it took a number of years before I could literally think to myself hold on I'm a cool guy or at least I think I am yeah or at least my mum tells me yeah and so you know I can go into the set and I can think to myself I don't have to do anything special for them to just like me Exactly. And that most people will like me for me. Yeah. That's also what I feel with guys sometimes where they get a lot of blowouts and like uh, it gets to them. Mm -hmm. 
so for me, it's like obviously if I get like 10 blowouts in a row, then I also feel like, oh fuck, am I doing something wrong? But I don't think it's like because of me. It's I think it's more like because maybe I do something if I stop it a bit mm-hmm. fucked up or so. Because I feel like if the girl blows you out, she doesn't even know you. Like why should I let it get to me? Sometimes for me, it's worse. Like if you go on a date with her mm-hmm. and then she maybe goes me a bit or if you go like on two or three dates and then she loses interest in you. That's something... Yeah, you can say maybe it hurts. Sometimes it hurts a bit. It's not, not that mm. I'm crying at home, but you feel like, <laughs> oh, fuck. Like she decided to not see me anymore because uh, although she knows me. So it's really ah, against like you as a person. But coming back, maybe what do I do when I go to the set? Mm. Yeah, I always try to get like a tease. I feel like it's always good to open with a tease. Something funny, obviously. Yeah, of course. I think you are quite good with that. Also like uh, Lee. Lee is quite good with that because... Mm. Also for me, since English is not my first language, I sometimes just miss the words a bit. Okay. So I just try to keep it also easy. Yeah. For me, it's like... Do you yeah. want to let out your secret your secret openers? I don't have any secret openers. What was the one based on the kids' TV show? Kids' TV show? The Spongebob one. I don't remember. Oh, okay. I thought you were going up to girls and saying how they looked like uh, the starfish. Oh, Patrick. Patrick. Yeah, I mean, sometimes if they wear something pink or so, something like this, ah, like, okay. it's more based on what they're wearing than they are. Yeah. And it, but to be honest, if I don't have anything, I just go over and say, hi, I don't think we've met yet, and then introduce myself. And you go straight in for it. Yeah. Mm, okay, interesting. Sometimes it works. I mean, yeah. it's what they say, uh, your opener. It doesn't really matter what you say. It's like how you say it. Yeah, of course. Because also, when I ask, when I'm sometimes when I'm on dates with girls, and I asked them, okay, do you remember what I told you? Like, what I did say to you? Mm, they don't even remember. Mm. Oftentimes they say, though, what they oftentimes say, though, is like, oh, when I saw you, like, I knew that you're going to approach me. Yeah, yeah. I've had this before as well. I've had this before. And I think you... it's bullshit, though. No, I, I mean, I they disagree. see so many. If, you, if a girl walks along Oxford Street, how many guys does she see? And then she mm. sees you and then she thinks, oh, he's going to approach me. Now. <laughs> That's bullshit. I, I don't know. Maybe it's. I think there's a good chance it could be true, yeah. because maybe if she gives you an IOI. Oh yeah, yeah, that for sure, that for sure. But I, I don't know if it's just because that in London girls must just expect to get talked to in the street, so they look around and think like, yeah, he looks like the kind of guy who does well with women, uh, or maybe that guy is like dressed like the kind of guy who will do something wacky like that. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Yeah, I do. I think it uh, it can work in your favor, I suppose. Yeah, you know, if you do you look come like across that, as confident, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you're you're fulfilling like what she thinks is going to happen. So I don't know she's ready for it a little bit. Um, like, do you remember when we were in when we were in Kiev? So Krause was there, and he was saying that we should see whether or not if she gives us an IOI, we How's think it's strong? one. Yeah, like turn up and does she seem like she's expecting us to go and talk to them? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So you're going you're going in with this. <clears throat> You sort of think to yourself, oh, she's going to be happy to meet me. Um, she should be. Oh, she should be happy she to, be. yeah, she should be happy to meet me. Sometimes they're not happy to meet me. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> they're far from happy. They're far from happy. Um, so we, you go and you've sort of got this mindset and you're going to try and open with like this teasing observation. Uh, that's one thing that I see with, or well, here, I suppose, I should say, with beginners is that they go in and often they you know they they have their compliment ready and then they say a stack they go straight into a stack yeah, so they no, basically say you look cute oh i bet you're from spain yeah as a really basic example i feel like that's a bit too it's not natural no 
if I if I talk to someone, like if I meet someone in a business context, I don't shake their hand and say, I shake their hand, he says his name or her name, and I say, oh, you look like you're from a... Who does that? I mean, yeah. let's but keep it a bit more rational. Absolutely. Also, I feel like also something that Krauser told me is like, when you stop, or maybe also you told me, I don't remember, like when you stop them, do the stop and don't just like straight away start talking, like let the stop settle for like a second. Okay. And then start talking that's really good that's really good because i think that's like uh in that moment of silence hey. she just sees your eye she can really f like there's no words getting in the way it's just the pure eye contact body language and vibe that sort of thing and i do genuinely feel that in that moment you know i've had a number of like blowouts just from that moment because the girl sees like oh this guy's hitting on me and then she goes off uh, or she's like oh he's hitting on me good i like that I, start smiling or something maybe exactly yeah uh, so like one thing I like to do as well is when I've reached the hook point I'll normally say because because before the hook point it's more structured it's you're making statements that sort of thing she might not actually get a chance to really excuse herself and typically when I get to the hook point or what I think is the hook point I'll say to them oh so what brings you out today you know a very ba basic question I mean I'm, I'm going a very small level above what are you doing what are you yeah. up to by saying what brings you out today but it's at that point where the girl will think okay right this guy he's definitely talking to me he we're definitely having a conversation mm. and then that's when she can say oh actually i was just going to do some shopping and i need to go now so goodbye yeah so it's it's one of two things you know when I, when we're going in i'd say it's much better for us to do that moment of silence because it gives the girl the, we actually are almost like looking for an opportunity for the girl to reject us because we want some of them to filter themselves out yeah you know but if you're a beginner you should probably just do the whole like just stack into the next bit you know go a compliment give a tease go straight into a stack but also leave some pauses like don't talk like boom 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 boom, boom. oh yeah yeah of course of course but uh, and then just to give them more time in set and then obviously that thing of when she says she's got to go one more thing before you go just try it once that's if you're a complete beginner you know once you're beyond beginner lower intermediate then you probably want to be doing this then you want to be given that little pause so that she can really feel your eye contact when you're talking to her and i also feel like with the pause i think i told you also that sometimes when i talk to them because i i have a tendency to just maybe also talk a bit too much <laughs> so i force myself sometimes to just leave a pause and i told you i think in my head i chan sometimes just uh, count to 21 so in germany mm. it's 21 so in my head i just count 21 because this like a length of the pause is like it's not that it becomes too weird but it gives her enough time to like start talking mm -hmm. so you let her basically you try to let her talk a bit more mm. and then also what i always try is from this book like this dale carnegie or how to win friends and influence people just always like find something where you feel like she's passionate about and then try talking about that mm -hmm. because i always feel like if i talk to someone he talks to me about like i don't know mma or whatever what i'm passionate about i always feel like it's a good conversation when i can talk about it mm. that's also what like carnegie says in his book and that's what i basically also try like find something she's passionate about and then talk about that for a while like let her basically talk like ask her about it like and like be like sincerely interested in the Absolutely. topic i think yeah. also she feels if it's like fake interest or Mm. sincere interest that's i feel like that helps and then 
yeah another thing also I just try to keep like sets a bit shorter same because I feel like if you have a set for 10-15 minutes in the end <sighs> it will be just a normal conversation I always try because the excitement I guess also on her end like levels off after a while you yeah. cannot be like super exciting for 15 minutes it's, no. uh, it's impossible and then that's why I keep it like maybe 5 minutes and also when I feel like okay I could say something it would be wouldn't be anything exciting then I tend to like rather like go for the numbers straight away instead mm -hmm. of like talk about something some boring topic again so it's like keep it shorter and like end on a higher note than if you talk for like 15 or 20 minutes but yeah. I also notice sometimes like I felt like it was a great set I talked to her for a while mm -hmm. and that's usually the girls the flame ah, okay. I usually those usually do not respond to me Hmm. And then you have those sets. It's like shorter, not super special. They usually text back. It's it's mm -hmm. it's a bit weird. Yeah, I think maybe it's about creating an impact. You know, and that impact is going to be set after the first two minutes or something. So you're really only doing, let's say, you're doing a five minute set. Those three minutes are there purely so that she can just sort of like be in your presence a little bit longer, so that she knows, ah, oh, this guy isn't just a flash in the pan. Exactly. You know, he, and also he, not a weirdo, a maybe. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm the same. My set's probably uh, even four or five minutes long um, because I think to myself, uh, you know, what am I going to gain from talking about this longer? Uh, I, when I go into the set, I normally think to myself, right, I'm going to talk about her past, present and future. And I'll probably go over two out of three of those topics. When I get to the point, when I've talked about two of those topics and I get to the point of thinking that if I say something more, I'm I'm grasping at straws. I'm just trying to think of something funny to say to her to maybe try and impress her with being yeah, being fine. witty or something. Then I think, no, no, it's just time to take the number, move on. I'm not going to gain anything from being in there longer. Yeah. Also, I think it's important also to find your own style. Huh? Oh, uh, yeah. Because yeah. um, also with Krauser and Kiev, because he Krauser's also, his words, he's just really, really good with words. Mm -hmm. And I feel like if he tells me this, okay, I feel to myself, okay, there's no way that I can do it because I'm just not as good with words as he is. Mm -hmm. So I need to find like a little different style. Okay. And I feel like that's also for everyone. I think it's good to have like a structure in the set, but then also like create your own style after a while. Mm. I know it's most likely easier said than done, but it's, it's just get the sets in and then find your style. And especially like pay attention to what works and what doesn't. I think that's also important. Mm. That helped me a bit. Yeah, I mean, I would say to find your own style, it's important. You, you use these dichotomies. So, you know, typically like humans will split things up, you know, good and evil, up and down, that sort of thing. One way to start is just like, am I more of an extrovert or an introvert? And, or am I in the middle, for example? You know, like for you, I'd say Kaiser's more extroverted. So for him, you know, you can almost use your voice as a kind of battering ram on the girl. And you win this war of attrition where the girl, her energy, not to say that the energy of the, the interaction becomes boring, but she just feels like you're talking quite a lot and she's following your lead and just listening to you. Yeah. And then she gets into the, you know, you have the frame basically. Um, or alternatively, you'd have say more of an introverted thing where instead of trying to win that war of attrition with your words, it's more with like very strong eye contact. So she's talking, but you're really lasering her eyes. And then she finishes it and you listen to what she's saying. She come back with another question. It's still the same as what you were saying about find out what she's interested in and get her to talk about herself. But winning, winning the battle in a different way. Different way. In fact, while we're on that, about um, 
you know, finding out what the girl's really into. Uh, Carnegie's book is like fantastic and everyone should read it. Um, and also some people will ask me, uh, how do I form a connection with a girl? And I'd say to them like, it's a bit of a misconception. Really the most interesting topic that in everyone's life is themselves. And so if you can find, like you said, the thing that they're really interested in, and it doesn't really have to be anything special, does it? Uh, you know, like it could be a certain sport of going to the gym, like reading or um, a holiday that they want to go on or something. Yeah, but I think it's also important, even if you talk about something that she's interested in, don't be like, oh, that's so cool. And oh, oh, <laughs> like, don't be like, oh, all the time. Just like ask questions, but don't tell her. Oh, that's so super cool. <laughs> super like, duper cool. Yeah, that's because that's also a bit, that's a bit, not weak, but yeah, it's like if they always say, like, try to be a bit more alpha, just don't be. Yeah, well, that's it. That's a great, that's coming back as well. We were saying, like, that's the point where you just need to turn the game part off and be more charismatic as, as like a regular person would expect you to be. Yeah. 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 Okay, so as we finish off the podcast, uh, I want to hear... Kaiser's funny virginity story <laughs> because he has quite a funny one you know and as you said like as like a semi-natural it's an interesting one yeah my virginity story it's not that funny I think because it was still when I was playing hockey I was like in my hometown I was captain of the hockey team I also back then I played already on the German national team so yeah I guess it was a little bit of a bonus with girls but we had like, uh, since I was playing hockey, we had like girls that were just all with the hockey guys. And we had like one girl. She was always a bit older. I think she was three or three years older than I was. And then she just took a lot of the guys from my team's virginity. <laughs> and also I was at a party. I was a bit drunk already. And yeah, it was just a yeah, natural thing to do. Try her. And then obviously she was quite up for it. And yeah. Do you have this saying in Germany of the, the town bike? Yeah, the town bicycle. We say it. Yeah, we we say it a bit. We say like, Dorfmatratz is like the mattress of the, <laughs> of the town. Basically, the mattress of the town. Like everyone can like go over it or sleep on it. Yeah, that's, fantastic. That's a funny one. Yeah, yeah. and uh, the last one. Now this is the source of Kaiser's power. Let us know all about the Kaiser special. <laughs> the Kaiser special. I don't think it's that much of Kaiser special. I just was the first one to uh, give it the name, the Kaiser special. Yeah, it's like, it, maybe it's it's like twofold. Because like, I have a theory when you when you sleep with a girl, there's like two types of girls. Like when you um, have a doggy style, there's like the one girl that like presses out her ass. Mm-hmm. And then there's this one girl who always like slightly goes away. Okay. You know, it's like she slightly goes <laughs> She's away. She's like running away from Yeah, you. exactly. And then also that's like one thing I always like, one checkbox I always try to check which type is she and then also obviously Kaiser Special is basically also when you have her from behind you put your thumb in her, in her butthole <laughs> and you just see how she reacts it's yeah. just a funny thing to do sometimes and what like do you, you think? get like good reactions sometimes sometimes it's like I had like one she completely stopped and just told me get out <laughs> <laughs> it's always it's just funny because you just never know what's gonna happen but at 95% of the time, would you say they like Not it? 95% of the time, no. Less, 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 less. I would say maybe... 50-50? No, a bit more than 50. Maybe 60-70 or so. But a okay. bit more than 50-50, but it's not like 90. It's not 90? No, no. Okay, no, we'll, split, unfortunately we'll split the difference. Not. We'll split the difference. We'll so it's 70%. Ne- never split the difference, my friend. Never oh, okay. split the difference. But what, yeah. some percentage of the time, 
you should try the Kaiser Special. You should always try it. Oh, you, you should, should always, always try, it. try it. You should always try it. You should always try it. And uh, then you always have to think, oh, Kaiser. Exactly, That's yeah. The Kaiser Special. So we're going to finish off there. If you try the Kaiser Special, then tweet at Kaiser Day Game and <laughs> let, him know. let me know how it went. Let him know how it goes. <laughs> Uh, he's going to be keeping some stats, so maybe he can come on next year with another podcast. Yeah, maybe we can keep this like statistic and see if it's a 50-50 or whatever. Yeah, I think it's going to be higher. I think it's going to be 80%. 80%? No, it's not 80%. Okay, well, anyway, you know what to do, listeners. Yeah. All right, that is episode one, over and out.